Dave and Bacon Safety Tales, the only industrial safety podcast that brings you common sense advice on job site safety, standards, regulations, and industry best practices without putting you to sleep. What's the point of creating a podcast for your like everyday working man? Like, why did you want to do it or get talked into doing it? Uh, it was probably more of it's different, um, and I'm a big believer that if if you're going to do something, the only way to really grow is to be really, really super uncomfortable, and it was really, really super uncomfortable, <laughs> and by doing that, I think it just makes us better. You know, again, is um, you have to practice it, communicating the message getting the message across. So uh, I believe it, you know, part of it was that y'all pushed us to, you know, to think about it. And, you know, there wasn't really anything really in the space as you listened around that wasn't just, I mean, not that there's not some good information out there. There's some guys, we're just trying to do it a little different as we're trying to, we're not trying to just, you know, hand, you know, this big chunk of stuff, trying to break it into pieces and have some fun you know, talking about it and, and uh, communicating it to folks. Kind of get it to where people can consume it. Yeah. So, like, if that's where they consume information best and we have a delivery method to get it to them in that way, then it's good for everybody. Because we're kind of, we're, you know, from a cons- uh, consulting standpoint, you know, we see the products. We see how they've been used in other places. So it helps us to go, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, similar situations to where if you're doing it this and then you're doing that well that'll work here mm-hmm. so it's you know we've we figured that out so sharing those little pieces of knowledge you know that you know some people might call travel to this group of people is mm-hmm. we've taken it and given it to another tribe yeah sharing fire yeah so it's i love this idea of sharing content in a way that is digestible by different people because people like to learn in different ways, right? People are Some people are audible learners, some people are visual learners, and the fact that you're doing a podcast means that you're reaching an entirely different group of people who may never actually come and you know um, read a blog article or whatever, but they'll come and they'll listen religiously to your podcast. You know, they'll wait for that next feed to come out. But what I'm curious about is this idea of the everyday man safety manager. So, like, I think we, when when top, typically we think about safety manager, safety, um, safe and healthy professional, safe and health, safety and health professionals. Excuse me. Um, we think of like this super nerdy, well educated, like straight out of like college with his PhD. You know, kind of this engineer kind of guy. But that's not always the case, is it? Most of the time, it's not the case. Most of the time, it's not. Is you you just have to look back to the you, if you look back to the calendar. I mean, you know, we're in the '70s before we even really identify as the United States of. We need to have some standards here. We need safety professionals. So no, we just start with standards. We don't even have professionals. Oh right. So then, as we know, is once there's once there's a standard, it takes a while to figure out how to staff professionals to to help manage that situation. So realistically, you didn't have academia for it until after that. Then you have to have the people go through academia, and as you know, Fred mentioned, 
you know, just because you've read a standard, you know, that's great. You can, but unfortunately, safety is not practiced like law is. It's uh, where the rubber meets the road. So just because it, you know, fall arresting forces need to be, you know, under 1,800 pounds for ocean, 900 pounds for ANSI. Well, what the hell does that mean? You know, you really got to sit there and, and break down and figure out, you know, the, you know, what a personal fall arrest system is. You know, there's an example there is, you know, taking that, that uh, book knowledge and then breaking down into pieces um, that you understand. And then to the common man is you have to, you have to divide that by a couple and get it in, you know, big pieces. Like we're trying not to put enough force on your torso that it hurts you. Right. Okay. They can, they can get that, but we had to sit there and go from a standard to understanding the physics of the standard to break it into pieces that then we can serve somebody and then have an understanding of what And then they can serve it to their people. Correct. Right. And I like the idea because a lot of these, uh, a lot of your listeners and a lot of the person, and the persona really that, that you create content for is this guy who maybe he's been a faithful employee, he always shows up, he does what he's told. He, you know, is is a great worker, and then one day out of the blue, his boss comes to him and says, "Hey, you're you a, know you're a the, lot about you're this. the new safety manager, yeah. right, at the facility or whatever." And they what, send him to an OSHA, you know, ten or thirty hour class, and they're like, "There you go, you, you we got you trained up, you know, go it. down there and make sure that nobody gets hurt." Right. Thank and, you. And, and there's not a whole lot there for him. No right? pressure. Here's some cash, extra, a little bit of extra cash in your check. Yeah, and. And they really, you know, they're doing something right by, you know, putting somebody in there as long as they're, you know, obviously giving them the leeway to, to manage safety, not just to, you know, fill out an org chart to where you have to have that one branch off there that to, to look like a legitimate tree. Gratuitous yeah. safety manager. That's not um, There's a lot of people out there that are that person. And they're usually very frustrated in their job because they can't really do anything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, all those people in the middle unfortunately are kind of forgotten about yeah and um yeah i like the idea of just talking simple like we're not talking to and, I'm not, and i certainly wouldn't imply that you know your listeners are uneducated it's just that they're not going to digest you know the textbook information you know it, they want somebody to talk to them as if they were just like coaching them on the job site you know here's the situation that you need to look out for here's the type of equipment you need to you know, understand is going to help you with that situation and like just really rubber meets road practicality. Yeah. And that's where I think you guys have offered a lot of value with the podcast. The world still struggles with the word ignorant. Ignorant is not a bad thing. Just means I don't know. I don't know. So helping people to know or make sure that they're aware that, hey, this is an issue, you know, read up or let us help you with that is, is huge stuff. Yeah, I think the podcast, like the podcast format is good for having like somebody be able to be in on the experience mm -hmm. like when you're listening to a podcast and how we kind of try to to frame it is that we're having a conversation and we're just bsing with each other and so i think when someone listens to that hopefully they can see that they're a part of that conversation and so maybe you absorb that information a little bit differently than if you read it off of a, a standard list or whatever yeah it's not it's not magic uh pixie dust that we sprinkle over things and all of a sudden there's no accidents it should start, hopefully, that it kind of goes, well, I didn't know that. Maybe they, they learned something that, you know, it's kind of meant to be, you know, how to say, a retraining event 
because we all know we can do things perfect in our minds every day and you know over time we we develop bad habits so it can center you or kind of start you over mm -hmm. or it's the person that is, is ignorant that it sparks the well, I didn't know that you had to I didn't know that was even an issue because mm -hmm. again we don't know what we don't know right that it makes me think of that Einstein quote um, if you can't explain it simply you don't understand it well enough mm. it takes yeah. a lot of deep understanding and knowledge to be able to take a complicated thing like a ball protection system or something like that and simplify it to the point where pretty much anybody can understand it. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy thing necessarily to do. Yeah, I feel like that's the first time you've ever inspired an Einstein quote. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Gotta be, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, See? I was impressed. Working. The first episode. When Rena thinks of you, she thinks Einstein. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm telling you, that's something else. Bushy mustache. <laughs> is the okay. It's the bushy mustache thing? All right. Yeah. Odd that, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm totally lost it. Yep. I knew this would get off Thanks, the rails. Thanks, Fred. It doesn't soon take long. Yep. Damn it, Fred. We were really adulting there for a while. Yeah. You're an <laughs> algorithm update. That's what I keep thinking. Ah. Uh, yeah, adulting? Okay. Not good at that. No? No. Yeah. So, I, one of the reasons that I really like the podcast is because I think it helps not just the safety manager understand it, but the employee that has to wear it understand it um, or somebody watching a company seeing if they're doing the right things like I remember the first episode of the podcast I don't mean that like a regulator I mean an average person like when you were talking about um, leading edge and then you went down the rabbit hole started talking about roofers and like your bright house guy out installing your cable and stuff and I was like oh I finally get this and now I found find myself when I've got contractors in my house right now doing some remodeling and I'm watching them like right. are they being safe are they doing and so it's not it it makes your safety manager aware but it also makes everyone aware and it contributes to making everybody safer awareness that's I mean that's the I would say that's the number one reason to do it is to bring awareness yeah. mm -hmm. because actually if you look at uh, when people get hurt uh, we can put uh, a young employee in a job that's very high risk, and he'll be safe for a while, even if there's cataclysmic crap going on around him that can can hurt him. But each day he becomes another level complacent, another level complacent, to the point that all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, I should put my harness on to do that, but, man, I, I got this. Whoops. And we have that's to That's what happens. So bringing that back to kind of the awareness is you know here's you know when i do fall protection training a lot of times you throw you throw a slide on there that's got a stack of bodies and you just talk about the stack of bodies and who they were and when they when they well he had two kids and you know and you make it personal and then people hopefully the next time they put themselves in you know harm's way they at least kind of blow the whistle get a timeout and, and stop and do the right thing I like the idea of, and we talked about this before, and I mentioned to you this already, but this idea of safety at scale. Uh, I just wanted to come back to that, um, uh, the idea of it, because, you know, and Rena kind of mentioned it, but it's this idea that when we are talking about awareness level safety issues, we're reaching, oftentimes we're reaching a safety manager, safety director who's in charge of dozens, hundreds, thousands of employees. 
um, and making sure that he communicates to them correctly and, and driving awareness home at that level and ultimately even farther down the road kind of like the the food chain if you will of safety is like those people when they're hearing about safety at work they're going home and they're implementing safety in their homes with their families and they're thinking about safety like Johnny don't do that you mean you know daddy has to go to work every day and I wear a harness so you know please don't walk on the top of that tree like that you know um, so it's like this idea of safety reaching the masses and uh, it's something I'm passionate about, but I know that that's something that drives you, right, Dave? Mm -hmm. I mean, in that, you know, everybody, you know, even Steve Martin and the Jerk had to have a special purpose. Our special purpose just tends to be making people, you know, understand workplace safety. That, you know, why do we work? Everybody, I don't, you know, few people, I mean, historically, yeah, a lot of people, uh, you know, you got to live to work, work to live kind of process. So what did, why do most people work to obtain wages so that they can do something other than be at work? Work to live, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the goal of everybody is not to sit there. And, yeah, I mean, work can be fun and it can be a lot of your purpose, but hopefully you have some level of, a, you know, a hobby. Maybe you like to buy CDs at the Walmart and kind of hell? listen to What the hell is music, a CD, whatever. Dave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at Fred when he said yeah. that. was weird. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I just like to throw the... Throw no, the yeah. Well, everybody, everybody... But I'm just saying everybody's yeah. got different things that they're going after. Is, right. Was why, you know, they work to, you know, whether it's... Some people work to be with their, you know, so they can be with their grandkids or provide something for the grandkids or mm -hmm. their kids or, you know, whoever or whatever... And that only happens working. if you maintain a status of above the soil line. Because it, once you're below the soil line, unless you have, you're like Elvis or somebody like that that's <laughs> got earning potential well into the grave. Or which, Tupac. Or Tupac or whoever it is. Muhammad Ali. Not everybody has that, you know, under the, under the dirt line kind of earnings potential. And everything takes money. That's right. So you gotta you gotta stay alive, a and b. You gotta keep working. Can't get hurt on the job Correct. and then be out of work. Well, well, think about you know the you know people that are struggling out there, and complicate it by a workplace incident that then causes more money problems. Or yeah. maybe it's I got you know I got burned really bad on my face and dealing with just the mental anguish that I mean. People that go through some of these accidents, I mean, not there's just the dollars and cents, but it's 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 something that I'm not always the best talking about is feelings and everything. But there's there's a lot of that in there right. that that you got to pay attention to. Well, don't you think that sometimes I, I wonder how you deal with this on a daily basis? Since this is going on your podcast, I'm going to ask this sideways question. Occasionally, when I talk to people, I'm like. Yeah, got it. Dollars and cents, but how about the just giving a shit about people? Yeah. Do you like how do you deal with that when you're? Well, you have to you have to understand that you know in our audience, not everybody has that. Some people it is about dollars and cents, and I think that you can get to the same answer two different ways. Is one is just I really care about people, and the other ones I really care about the business case or I care about the money, because 
you know, going back to that study that says when we invest money in safety, we have an outcome of profitability by a return on that asset. Well, the greedy SOB can get to the same answer as the guy that is, you know, right. those loved. people are worth money. Those, yeah. yes. So there's 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 a dual street that you can get to the same answer, and it doesn't really matter which one you it go. Doesn't after. matter what they're motivated by. No, they can be motivated by, you know, tree hugging hippie stuff or money. It doesn't it doesn't <laughs> matter which one that is. But the the thing that I'm trying to say is we can get there, two different streets, yeah. two different mentalities that have you know, the same outcome of that employee returning home compensated and able-bodied to, to provide and be there for his family right on. or her family. Fred, do you have a dumbass of the week that you'd like to talk about before we go? It's the dumbass of the week. There's a lot of preparing that has to go into that. <laughs> thinking about giving it to you for asking me that question right now. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a silly game. There was this podcast host. Rena, you are the dumbass yeah, Let me tell you about league. this podcast host. This podcast host asked me this dumbass question about the dumbass of the week when I wasn't prepared for it. But, um, no, I mean, there's... You got this, man. There's two million of them that you can come up with. Oh, How about uh, Benny? Benny's on the job today and Benny didn't wear his steel toe shoes because uh, he didn't think that there was going to be anything that he was going to be working uh, that could possibly impact his feet. So he put on his old Reebok pumps, and uh, Benny <laughs> Benny pumped them up. He went to work. He was ready for a hoops game, but he wasn't ready for uh, for his for his uh, yeah forklift to drop on his toes. And so uh, they're pretty heavy. Benny goes home with his little piggies smashed up. So, Dave, what uh, what should uh, little Benny have done different? He should have his steel toe shoes on because, unfortunately, when you kind of look at uh, compromising the toes and the metatarsal bones, uh, you're not going to walk real well. If you cut the front of somebody's foot off, you're going to have to have a prosthetic that uh, kind of keeps you standing up. And just that pinky toe will... Uh, really help you with your, your balance will not be good no mm -hmm. not at all not at all not to mention painful so not to mention next time you try to go get in the pool everybody's going to stare at your feet right yeah old yeah. four toe benny you his know, feet no are benny. already kind of gross uh but his feet are going to be hideous oh, yeah like, mutated it's going to have like a duck flange on the front of it where it's just pancaked <laughs> out yeah i could pretty much be a foot model but i got a feeling your guys piggies have been put to work throughout your lives so a little minor hail damage but anyways <laughs> that what are you trying to say Fred? that's why benny is the dumbass of the week <laughs> see uh, that was a great on the fly dumbass of the week nice congratulations dumbass. No you get the prize beautiful Appreciate dumbass it. nice all right are we uh are we wrapped up here guys i think we've kick this podcast's ass. Right. I think we did. I think we earned ourselves some lunch. Yeah. What do you think, guys? Just really concentrating on having to take a leak here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> real quick. Thanks for listening in to Dave and Bacon Safety Tales, brought to you by Quad City Safety. Send us your questions on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter at Quad City Safety. Hashtag Safety Tales. Or email them to Fred at quadcitysafety.com. He's the guy keeping this mess of a show in line. And if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's a kick-ass way to show that you care about safety.